All right, all right. I'm gonna hit you with some fashion Faith and news. Fashion 360. Faith and Fashion 360. You guys know I like to end the show off with a faithful moment. This is your host, Brianna Fosu. Brianna Fosu. So stay tuned for more faith, fashion, lifestyle, and trends. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to March, the end of the first quarter of the year, Women's History Month, all of that, all of that good, feel-good stuff. I really enjoy that um, Women's History Month is right after Black History Month. It's like a twofer for me. I don't know. Um, So on tonight's show, we are going to continue on with the fashion trends. We're like heading into the spring, y'all. I don't know where you're at in the world, um, but here on the East Coast, the winter has not, it's not been terrible. It's been pretty mild, but the sun is getting ready to come out. The colors are finna get brighter. The, The clothes are about to get cuter, even though, listen, I'm the type of gal in the winter, I'll put it on. I'll be having this stuff. I put that stuff on in the winter. But, you know, I know for some people, um, typically times are brighter in the springtime. So that is right around the corner. We're going to get you into some spring trends, some resurgence of trends that you already have in your closet. So that's always good to like try to share, you know, try to save some coins. Um, We're also going to be having some moving mountains moments, which don't happen always on Faith and Fashion 360. But, um, you know, when there's really something feel good and awesome to share, definitely want to share it. So that's going to come in the form of Haley Bailey as well as Queen Latifah. Um, I'm also going to be talking about how you can get ahead of Spring Forward, which is today. So prayerfully, you are um, awake and not knocked out at this time listening to this live and not on the replay. If not, that's cool. Um, but you know, I know daylight savings, the spring forward time is not always an easy time. So I want to share a couple tips with you on how to get you right into the spring season. Just a couple of tips and tricks on some habit changes for sure. Um, so we're going to have a good show. We're going to have a fun show. We're going to get into some fashion. We're going to get into some lifestyle things as we do here. Thank you for joining me, getting to some music. And when we come back, we'll be getting right back into Faith and Fashion 360. I'll be back, but I'll be coming through a hearse. He told me I'm a god, but I'm a die. 
like men before I go. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent. I got my eyes on the kingdom. Why focus on worldly things I can't bring them? Why be a slave to my flesh? He set me apart from the world. Why I live in sin like the rest? I put on my crown as giving impress. My goal is them go streets, not to impress nobody. I'd rather be nobody. I want to meet the king and put on a new body. New me who this? Old friends, they switched. They see not changing. They took offense. And I hate to see them go. But they ain't want to see me grow. I would never sell my soul. First up, you guys know I got to hit you with some fashion news. I'm all about the trends, especially as a wardrobe stylist. I got to keep up on them just so I know best practices on what to, you know, have my clients putting on, throwing on. Um, So apparently, peplum tops are back. And it's super funny. I actually have a funny story about peplum tops. I have always had like, um, I'm not going to call it a love-hate relationship because I don't think there was anything hateful about our relationship but I also felt like it was giving very like mother of the church I'm not gonna lie to you like it was giving like I had to have a really big hat on I had to have um a skirt like right at the knees like it part of it felt pretty traditional to me um and I've seen other curvy women um because one of the things I have seen is that it favors a curvier frame because it like cinches in the waist it you know conceals certain things and what have you um and I've seen other curvy women with different body types to mine kill it I mean they are you know they do the thing with the peplum tops um but they weren't always like a favorite for me but I'm excited to see what is going to like re-emerge from the revival of peplum tops so according to Glamour magazine uh, peplum tops were popular circa like 2011, around the same time as galaxy print leggings, statement necklaces, which I still I still love a good statement necklace, and lace up platform boots. Peplum hems were everywhere thanks to Jill Saunders' colorful spring summer collection that kick started their rise in popularity. Before that, it was Christian Dior's hourglass-influenced new-look era in the 1940s that splurred the hype of peplums. And now, everybody 
everybody got a little bit of peplum from Ghani to H&M. They've adopted the silhouette once more. This time, see, I knew it was going to be something different. I knew it was going to be something different. This time, it's all about a more relaxed approach. See, this is what I'm saying, and I'm very excited about that because, um... Like I said, it was given like a little bit too much structure for me. So I'm glad that um, I'm glad we're taking we're taking a, a revamp. Fashion week for autumn winter 2023 has already seen a slew of peplum tops on the catwalks, not to mention on the bodies of the stylists, editors and celebs waiting to view them. Richard Quinn and Christopher Kane took to floral embroidered iterations while London based Tove favored a pleated satin design fit for brides seeking a wedding dress alternative ha ha ready to wear wise think less structured silhouettes and a gentler take on the trend in short much more wearable than their last hurrah i'm i'm telling you i'm telling you because if it's like you throw on a peplum top and you were going to church or you were going to work like you were going somewhere where you meant business so for me I, I didn't always mean business like I <laughs> I didn't always want it to be like the super serious thing so um I kind of veered away from them at certain occasions until I stopped wearing them at all um so I'm excited to see the new take especially um you know as we're talking about you know kind of like the wedding dresses and things like that um you can probably expect to see them in a lot of white linen gowns you can expect them to see, you can expect to see them in your tops but instead of just the waist being peplum expect to see some off the shoulder especially as the spring is creeping up on us um and I'm excited to see the first couple of the first couple of brides to do so um in their wedding dress silhouette so you know fashion they always say is something that repeats itself in some way shape or form i mean look at like the cargo pants the military print has gotten like a really nice upheaval um monochrome fashion has also gotten like a really nice facelift because before it was given very like david bowie it was given you know it wasn't fashionable and somehow the modern take has always been better so i'm super excited that is first up for the fashion news we are here at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back Text your people, they shit. All the problems and your needs are futures. Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just. You got some questions about some things you just. You a king, be the king, you just. Got proper comfort for the queens if they. Live if ever see the dream. Get your phone, text your people, they shit. Feel you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone dying, worry how you getting home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that'll move you. And we don't really care what you're doing, we just walk up in the room like. Is anybody in here blessed? 
Text your people, they should ask Christ. All the problems and your needs, if you just ask Christ. Lawyer, doctor, anything, if you just ask Christ. You got some questions about some things, you just ask Christ. You a king, he the king, you just ask Christ. A proper comfort for the queens, if they ask nice. Live in favor, see the dream, if you ask Christ. Get your phone, text your people, they should. So you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone dying, worry how you getting home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that'll move you. And we don't really care what you're doing, we just walk up in the room like. Let those shoulders breathe as spring and summer are on the horizons. From tops and dresses to bodysuits, the off-the-shoulder trend is back in action for 2023. After almost a decade of being MIA, the bare shoulders trend makes its way back to the top of everyone's list of trends to add to their closet. You can wear an off-the-shoulder top or bodysuit as casually or as formally as you want. Try it with a pair of denim jeans or a long denim skirt. I love me a good denim skirt y'all i love me it see the thing like i'm not a huge denim person like i'm not a huge jeans person um just with like the hip to the hip to waist ratio and all that good stuff it's always just like such a it, it, it can be a hassle to like try to try to get some good jeans um levi's has been really really good to me um, but like the rest of them, I don't really know, but a denim skirt. Anyway, I digress. Um, try the trend with trousers and heels or even a dress with a halter tie detail for a bit more of a glamorous touch. From Yara Shahidi to Cheryl Lee Ralph, we saw a lot of off-the-shoulder dresses at the NAACP Image Awards last month. We also saw our queen and savior, Rihanna, rock the trend at her Apple Music Super Bowl press conference ahead of her iconic performance with an oversized jacket. On the runways last season, the nostalgic trend showed up in the collections of Faye Noel, Alexander McQueen, Sakai, Ferragamo, and more. 
okay um some of our favorite celebrities like jennifer hudson and kelly Rowland are also rocking this trend jennifer hudson wore a blue sparkled off the shoulder constructed top for the cover of glamour late last year if you want to try the look with things that are already in your closet here's some ideas try grabbing an oversized blazer from your closet and putting it on with the top down and buttoning it now you have a constructed off-the-shoulder top too. Kelly Rowland's interpretation of the off-the-shoulder trend was a skin-tight velvet gown with a side slit. And if this doesn't scream glam, I don't know what does. If you want your, if you want to style your off-the-shoulder dress for a big night out like Kelly, but maybe you want to be a bit more comfortable, try a dress with a little bit more wiggle room and a straight line across the chest rather than a sweetheart neckline with comfy heels to match. The off-the-shoulder trend coming back has to definitely like be my favorite resurgence. Um, number one, because it is, it, it can be super casual. To me, it doesn't scream because I'm not like a big. <clears throat> I like to do a little something. Like I like to, to to flatter, but I don't always like to do too much. And it, and to me, it still gives like a very nice like, you know, girl next door vibe, but also like. Oh, wow. You look you look nice. Um, they're super, you know, there are a lot of fun ways to style it with different silhouettes. And it really is flattering to um, pretty much any body type. Try the trend out if you haven't already. It's easy to thrift if you don't want to break the bank or reach into your own closet because you probably already have one. Um, some really good places that you can go to shop for that. Amazon, of course. Um, Walmart. Let me just talk to y'all about Walmart for a second. <clears throat> I don't know who's on like the procurement team over at Walmart, but the girls are getting it. The girls are definitely getting it. Like Walmart is for sure holding it down. Like I um, make sure you are following me at Brianna.Sahida on Instagram. Um, I have a couple pieces from Walmart that I grabbed for the spring. You wouldn't even believe, like, if I didn't tell you they were from Walmart, you would have thought it was, like, from one of my favorite brands. And I actually have, you know, like, an ebook that I um, put out with the top places that I shop from and Walmart's on the list. Do not sleep on Walmart. Now, if we're talking about, like, where to get groceries and stuff, I'm going to still hit up ShopRite. I'm going to still go to ShopRite. But Walmart for clothing, Walmart for the fashions, they're definitely doing the thing. So let me know what you think about this. Make sure you're following me on Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook for more faith, fashion, trends, and lifestyle. Get into some music and we'll be right back. It's been boopy, you heard me. Jesus, peace in my heart, you can't snatch this. Holy Spirit in my soul, you can't catch this. Oh, miss, that you, I need glasses. I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfish. Who is that? Who is that? I don't look like where I've been. Who is that? It's been way different since God been my friend. Who is that? I don't know, but I'm attracted. Who is that? Who is catfish? Children, uh, why they on that with me? Uh, 
he was a heavy stepper with a metal leg. We was extra yoked up heavily. I was the devil egg. Trying to cook up whatever the devil said. Headed for the feds in the dead of night. Don't look like what I'm supposed to. I don't come close. I don't care. This is semi okay. Jesus, peace in my heart. You can't snatch this. Holy Spirit in my soul. You can't catch this. Oh, me, is that true? I need glasses. I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfish. Buddies, huh? Get so much dirt right at the church, my slash muddy, huh? She was looking real lovely, never mind that it's Bible study. I was hunting, looking for a boo like Mike and Sully. Then her suddenly, I say, Stop, what is you doing? Like, look what I taught. Wearing that crucifix, gave you my image, and what did you do with it? You used to cheat when I asked you to steward it. You went and Judas did, so now I'm mercy. I'm gonna move, and I'm coming like ludicrous. You act a fool with the words in your mouth, and I still didn't roll out. Now let's get to the root of it. That's the new you, sort of the spirit, I put it right through you Holy water stream, hop in it like Hulu Now you Mushu, holy fire through The Bluetooth title, YouTube vital Suwu, child of God, defile, redeem eternity in my smile Jesus, peace in my heart, you can't snatch this Holy spirit in my soul, you can't catch this Oh me, is that you? I need glasses I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfish What's that? When you talk about like fashion trend revivals or, or fashion friends trend like up leveling and stuff like that, I feel like the last place to get a really good facelift is for like the corporate baddies. Anytime there's like you know, really good um, pieces or just additions. You, you know, we're usually talking about summers and maxi dresses and, you know, um, going out styles and little black dresses and, and, you know, casual athleisure wear has really taken like, you know, an uptick. But workwear really seems to get like the short end of the stick. Um, so it's really nice sometimes to see a brand um, pay attention to this piece of of style because listen, the corporate baddies are still here. They are doing the things. They are, you know, a core set of influencers that I truly love to watch because it's like, wow, girl, you did that two piece suit, and I love me a good suit. Like every once in a while, not all the time, but every once in a while. So if your plus size workwear wardrobe needs a refresh. These options from the new Eloqui workwear collection just dropped and is definitely going to help you out. When it comes to plus size workwear, this has to be one of the last areas in plus size fashion that has been missing a power layer or brand to fully own and sit in this space. The new Eloqui workwear collection just dropped on the heels of a few of you calling out the need for elevated plus size workwear options. This is super important because it's one thing to already be scouring for clothes that give you the confidence and a sense of belonging but what happens when you want to dress the part for the role that you want because we typically say that and as 
you know, a wardrobe stylist that is that that's one of the things I say to people. How do you want to be represented? How do you want to place yourself in front of people? How do you want to make an impression? And a lot of the times it really just is about dressing for the life that you want. It's like your own, you know, form of manifestation. So if I am, you know, talking about, um, you know, moving up a level at work, if I'm talking about, you know, elevating in different places, I have to elevate in everything that I do. Sometimes that just takes different habits and really committing to those habits. So this is super important. Um, we already have, um, you know, a, a pretty big disparity um as far as is different things in the plus size community so it's really nice to have some outfit options as well eloquy is one of the few brands that remember that plus size people work and need a few options for the office not just boxy suits or garish prints don't get me started on the prints but structured contemporary timeless and well-made plus size workwear options for the eloquy workwear collection we get a few standout options that will take a plus size workwear wardrobe up a few notches especially for those of you who want to work in a more traditional or conservative office Eloquy's plus size workwear collection is for people looking to step up their office look with bold, versatile pieces that stand out and transition well from day to night activities. This is super important and they got like this button workwear dress. Y'all gonna see it. Y'all definitely gonna see it. So make sure you're following me again, Brianna.Tahita on Instagram. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Um, one of the things that I truly enjoy about some of the pieces that I've seen for this collection um, is just, again, the, the ability to transition, the ability to feel powerful. Like you ever, you ever put on like a structured like dress or you ever put on like one thing I love to see is like a black man in a suit. Let me tell ya. Let me tell ya. Y'all know how to put it on. My mom always loves to see a black man in a white suit. So I mean, that might that that obviously came from somewhere. But it's really nice when you're like real structured, like not a hair out of place, like really, really got it on. Um, so we appreciate pieces that not only carry most of the workload, but they also give our wardrobe essentials some life and versatility. The options and the ability to wear one item more than a few ways is definitely um, a plus. The new workwear collection gives us a, a few options ranging from tops, bottoms, plus size suiting, jumpsuits, and dresses ranging in price from $49.95 to $149.95. Most of these pieces are available up to a size 32 and they are, um, that that's actually you know, up from from their normal sizing, because um, I believe prior to that they were, I feel like it was at like a 28 or so. So still really good. Some of the standouts um, have to be the ultimate stretch suit, the fabric tailored twill 365 suit, and the variety of work dresses. The ultimate stretch suit is a must have in your plus size workwear essential. 
Here we get a focus on comfort with this suiting option that is available to us in an all season, stretchy yet structured pont fabric. Even better, the material is versatile, machine washable and wrinkle resistant. I think that's one of the other things that, um, you know, kind of like misses the mark too about workwear is that like, I'm not a big fan of the dry cleaners. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that because like, it's a lot of work for me. Like I have pieces that I've worn that really need to go to the dry cleaners. But number one, I live in the Poconos and that's not like a huge thing. Um, and maybe it is and I just don't know where to find them. But it's also like, dang, I gotta go drop that off. I gotta go pick it up. I got a baby now. Like that's just a lot of work and I wanna be able to just kind of throw this in the dryer. I mean, throw it in a washer and be able to, move on about my day um the fabric tailored twill 365 suit is another win with a seasonless suiting this suit is giving us tailored suiting in a sleek double cloth twill that has the perfect hint of stretch come on now not only are these two suits a staple for any plus size person's workwear wardrobe but it helps that this fabrication has mix and match options to tailor you to your personal style taste and needs Mm -hmm. You can shop the full Eloquii workwear collection at eloquii.com. I love it. I love it. I love it. There's something about the whimsicalness of a fashion month, especially coming off the heels of like the runway fashion week. Kicking off with Hot Couture Week in Paris, the spring ready-to-wear shows always inject a new life into the fashion cycle every year, and this year was no different. The collections this season were all about longer hemlines, sexy draping, and neutral palettes all without sacrificing glamour and opulence. There was a sense of grown and sexy that exuded from the runways with many designers doubling down on the looks that could be replicated effortlessly off the runway as well. Unlike previous years, a sense of renewal surrounded this fashion month, a nod to the continued um, democratization of the current fashion industry. Now, trends are curated and popularized by the people as much, if not in some cases more, than the designers. Across the different cities, designers presented topical, holistic collections that screamed quiet luxury while staying loyal to their brand mission. Brandon Maxwell was rooted in abundant joy, consistency, and confidence. Laquan Smith showcased evening suiting with a hint of retro glamour and a suit dress combo that was just insanely divine. For the majority of the designers, 2023 is the year of letting go of forced trends and embracing the elements of style and fashion through their own lens. Fashion month can be overwhelming with all of the new trends burgeoning, but it can also give you that boost of inspiration you need to refresh your personal style. Based on the forecasting from this month of shows, here are the four biggest trends to rotate into your wardrobe this year. A dose of reality versus dopamine dressing. I actually just did a post about dopamine dressing. So here's just a little school. Um, dopamine dressing is typically just in short wearing what makes you feel good. So that could be your joggers, that could be a suit, that could be your favorite pair of shoes or sneakers. Um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, are opting for this as we crawl out of the age of COVID where athleisure or just a lot of leisure was pretty much at the top of our wardrobe. We were not getting dressed. 
Um, so, you know, one of the things, like I said, that I noticed is that when you're trying to elevate, move towards, you know, a different kind of end, it's really important to throw some makeup on. It's really important to do things that, that push you a little bit more, um, because we had gotten to a place where we were super comfortable and also maybe a little bit complacent. So last year, our timelines were saturated with dopamine dressing directly opposing the previous two years of athleisure. And while there's always a reason to dress for the moment, an injection of dressing for the real world took over the streets and runways of fashion month. With the emergence of quiet luxury and under the radar approach to purchasing and styling luxury items, designers leaned in and presented classic tailoring, simple silhouettes, and overall very wearable staples compared to seasons past. This includes statement-wide leg trousers, deconstructed blazers, and modernized suiting with dynamic draping. The second one, longer lines versus barely there mini. I actually, before I move on to the the next one, um, the one thing I do want to also say about this is that for dopamine dressing, um, I think a lot of people opted to doing that with brighter colors, textures and patterns. Typically, I didn't, I didn't view it that way. Um, and this is just where fashion is, is just, you know, a lot of perspective as well. Um, and just also, you know, holding on to your own personal style. Um, I just wear what I like and I wear what makes me feel good. Not necessarily what is acceptable to others um, or trendy to others. Not even acceptable, really. That was the wrong word. But, you know, really what makes me feel good. So I think that that still is important even as we are moving towards um, the simplicity of fashion currently. Um, both of those things can still exist at the same time. So, um with the rise of low rise waistlines last fall, which I never, never quite enjoyed those, came a correlated rise in soul sweeping hemlines, a trend ever so present on the spring runways from denim skirts. Trying to tell y'all, trying to tell y'all, do y'all need, I'm gonna give y'all some links for some denim skirts because yeah, 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 yeah. It's given, it's given like a 90s, 2000 situation with the boots, with some ankles. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. From denim skirts to sheer trousers, hemlines were sweeping the ground and proving that the ultra mini isn't your only option. These trends will be particularly big in the fall with the addition of cooler temperatures and cascading layers. The third one is luscious red. Make no mistakes, Barbie Pink has planted her flag sternly for 2023 thanks to the 2022 Barbie core trend. But a new color has entered the chat this season. Luscious Red and is on the trend to be a major player in 2023. You couldn't throw an invite without hitting a designer that highlighted dynamic hues of red throughout their collection. Whether it was an accessory woven into the stitching of an item or several looks styled head to toe, which was the case for many designers. Designers embraced this color in a sexy, modern, and shockingly wearable way. Yeah, like red for me. I think that um, that's just kind of an unlearning because we know um, typically it's like African-Americans, how our grandmas and our mamas and, and just different people felt about red, particularly like red lipstick, 
but there was always such a negative connotation to wearing the color red that I feel like I have generally just ushered away from the color. And I mean like not just wearing like a little red, but I mean like you got on a whole red jumpsuit. You got on a whole, like it feels like, wow, you, you're a rebel. So, um, I definitely want to, to lean into that one a little bit more for sure. And last but not least, cool metallics. Mm -hmm. A direct influence from the Y2K nostalgia bandwagon, the cool metallics of years past are making a dedicated comeback in 2023. There were inklings of this trend present last year on red carpets and with fashion trendsetters as they dabbled in metallic accessories. There was an explosion of monochromatic metallic looks from golden hues to rosy reds this year. The trend dominated street style and several runways of fashion month, an indication that this trend will be here for the foreseeable future. I love me a good metallic. That was like, there was like a year where I, it was like all over my nails. Chrome? Bruh. You, I mean, I was hitting the chrome nails week after week after week. So there's some more fashion news for you. When we come back, we're going to be getting into, you know, some more of our health and wellness. Daylight savings time is today. So hopefully you are not like, hopefully you're doing, hopefully you're doing all right. Um, But here are some tips to prep for the seasonal shift. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Keep going, that's why I keep going, that's why I keep going. 
After weeks of hibernating and spending time loathing the frigid winter conditions, I actually have to say that winter has been pretty mild. I do not feel like this is normal. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. So whatever whatever you're doing, Lord, make sure y'all get make sure y'all get right. Make sure you get ready. <laughs> not to be like morbid or anything, but um we had like a storm it wasn't I wouldn't even really call it a storm I can't say we've actually had a storm in years but we had a snow there was like a little sprinkle the other day and when my husband and I left the house um I mean it was gorgeous it was gorgeous the the snow was like covering all the trees it was a beautiful white like you know like that pretty white snow that people long for you know during the Christmas season and stuff like that and then I want to say a good four hours later it was gone it was like it didn't even snow like not even like the dirty snow left over from the snow before so I don't know um yeah, daylight saving times has finally, I digress, daylight saving times has finally come to our rescue to deliver a much needed reprieve. On a Sunday, March 12th at 2 a.m., we were gifted with the opportunity to reset our physical and internal clocks and spring forward into the season ahead. And sure, we'll initially lose out on an hour of sleep that day, but what we're gaining in extended daylight and recuperation is well worth the exchange. Um, people typically enjoy daylight savings because... Um, I mean, right after the winter, honestly, because winter can be definitely like, it can be a blow to you mentally, right? So if you're in a place or you're in an area that's not the warmest, that's not the sunniest, like, you know, if you're on like, you know, kind of like the West Coast in life or what have you, but here on the East Coast, right, um, we typically like four o'clock, it's getting pretty dark. Um, and I know that that can contribute to a lot of different things when you are um, dealing with um, a depression or just being inside. You don't get to get as much of the, the, the vitamin D, right? That's the sun, Lord. Um, you, you don't get as much of the vitamin D anymore. You're not getting, you know, um, some of those activities. You're not getting out as much because you're not quite able to. Um, so people typically enjoy like that spring forward because it's like, okay, you're seeing some light through the clouds now. Daylight savings time is a seasonal adjustment that can feel like temporary jet lag, generally affects our sleep patterns, mood, and productivity, and can throw off our daily routines. While the change may leave us feeling groggy and disoriented while we shake the sleep from our eyes, a little bit of provocativeness can help us better ease into this new time change to make sure that we're making the most of our days. When daylight savings begins, our bodies definitely feel it first. We all have an internal clock, also known as a circadian rhythm, y'all know I love to use that word, that regulates our sleep-wake cycle, hormone production, and other bodily functions. When we spring forward and lose an hour of sleep, our circadian rhythm is disrupted and our bodies may struggle to adjust to the new cycle. This can result in feelings of fatigue, moodiness, and difficulty concentrating in the 
the first few days of the time shift. Thankfully, with longer and brighter days ahead, adjusting to the change can be a smooth ride with a little bit of preparation. In the case of gradually setting into the new time change, here are some tips to help you adjust into the spring forward and get ahead of the clock. Make some small adjustments. If you're wondering when the best time um, to start bracing yourself, it's now. We're here. Um, adjust your bedtime and meal by 15 to 30 minutes each night leading up to the time shift to slowly give your body the notice that a new schedule is on the horizon. It may feel like your body will already know what's coming, but any extra prep you give, your body will definitely thank you for. Start your day with the sun. When daylight savings begins, how you start your day will definitely make all of the difference. My husband and I are very big on that just generally. Um, he typically likes to head to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. The devil's a liar. That's, never, that's not going to happen for me. I used to do that with him. But then it was like, honestly, I just need a little prayer and a little playlist to get me going. I don't need no gym to get me started. I will go in the the regular morning, not at like the 5 a.m. morning. I still am up at 5 a.m., but I'm laying and my body is still relaxing. So anywho, early exposure to sunlight can help regulate our circadian rhythms and act as a great way to get your body to adapt to a new range of daylight and time change. Going on a morning walk, sunbathing at sunrise, or simply opening up your blinds to let the natural light in can be a few easy ways to get your internal clock reset and ready to take on the day. Create a relaxing bedtime routine. The best days typically start the night before. So when it comes to daylight savings time, getting your bedtime routine on lock can signal to your body that it's time to wind down and prepare for sleep. This is super true. And I'll say I definitely have, they always talk about when you have children, your sleep gets thrown off. It's not, it's, it's not as good. Let me tell you. That's not true. That definitely is not true in my household because my daughter keeps us on a schedule. If we ever have a guest that's here at our home past eight o'clock, we usually forewarn them that the atmosphere is getting ready to shift here because Tavia, um, come like eight nah, I'm gonna say like 7 30 she starts to get super antsy like I mean flipping rolling over stuff um and if you read up on that that really is kind of like a child's way of letting you know that they're tired they're just they're fighting the sleep and at at the time they think they're winning but sleep is on its way in child um so you know 7 30 she starts to get a little antsy Eight o'clock, we do wipe down slash bath, just kind of depending on the day. We put her in her jammies at like 8.15, give her a bottle by 8.45, homegirl is out. Now, when she turns three, I'm going to try to get that to be a little bit earlier, but I'm just saying. So we're doing like, you know, we're doing that to prepare her, but it's also like, you know, if she still sees us moving around and she still sees us, you know, going back and forth and stuff like that she's not going to her body's not going to relax she still wants to be wherever mommy and daddy are so my husband takes an ashwagandha so he's usually out um I'm in the room with her with the white noise 
And then like, you know how you close your eyes and pretend sleep with a toddler. And then next thing I know, I'll be real sleep. Um, <laughs> so this, this is true. Um, try to establish a relaxing bedtime routine that includes activities such as reading a book, taking a warm bath. I don't like baths or practicing deep breathing or meditation. This can help you fall asleep more easily and adjust to the new time change. Awaken your mind and body. Embrace the power of daylight savings as an opportunity to revitalize your fitness routine and mindfulness practices. So just like I mentioned, one half of the Ophosus is at the gym getting a getting a uh getting a fitness, and the other half is in there with a prayer call and a, a playlist. <laughs> this new season is an amazing amazing opening to awaken your senses as your body shakes off the frost as well as to warm up your body from the inside out by prioritizing regular exercise and incorporating self-care throughout your day you'll not only elevate your physical health and align with the change that's in the air remember to also allow yourself ample time to wind down before bedtime meditate and let the magic of being in the present do wonders on both your body and mine. Last one, tweak your eating schedule. When it comes to daylight savings prep, even the smallest adjustments to your dinner time can make a difference. Remember, this time change is tricky and can make us feel foggy in our approach to the way we normally incorporate our habits and routines. So give yourself the advantage by adjusting your dinner time three days in advance. And guess what? We're already here, guys. So just, you know, you're going to incorporate these things now. By doing so, you can help your body smoothly adapt to the shift in time. Small changes can make a big difference in how you feel. So definitely make sure you're uh, putting some of these things into effect to have like a smoother sailing into the sunny season. I will go ahead and post this resource here for you. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. Teach me how to pray, teach me how to worship right. Lord, I'm your baby, you called me your baby. Teach me how to pray. Teach me how to worship right. Lord, I'm your baby. You called me your baby. Oh, all I want is you. All I want is you. Breathe upon me. Breathe upon me. You're my everything You're the life I live Breathe upon me Breathe upon me Tell me what to say Show me how to live for you Lord, I'm your baby You called me your baby yeah. All I want is you 
we got a fit not a faithful moment good lord a moving mountains moment i definitely think this one is um something that's going to speak to the hearts of black girls all over who at the time maybe we did not see this representation that we needed and we're happy to have our daughters and niece have access to this now um so miss Haley bailey who is going to be our next hallie bailey i feel like hallie i think that's I think that's how you pronounce it. Either way, Halle Bailey has her own little mermaid doll. Um, she is being fashioned into a figurine by Maytel. They created a new doll, Mermaid Ariel, inspired by her portrayal of the character in the upcoming live action release of Disney's The Little Mermaid. On March 6th, she... Um, took excitedly to social media to reveal the new doll fashioned after her portrayal of the character Ariel. I have something really exciting to reveal to you all. I am going to cry. This is a new Little Mermaid doll. I'm literally choking up because this means so much to me. And to have one that looks like me, that's my favorite Disney character, is very surreal. And look, she even has my mole. And the hair and the tail. I'm just stunned, so I don't quite know what to do with it, but I'm going to steal this and take it home. Disney also gave um, a look at um, the, the doll. Um, it features an aqua and purple color palette, an elaborately decorated fin, and beautiful red hair. It is already available um, for ordering um, and it's available at retailers nationwide. Bailey's portrayal of this beloved character will transcend from the big screen to the playroom, enabling children to expand storytelling opportunities through doll play, both in and out of the water. Mermaid Ariel will also be featured in an uplifting new Disney 100 campaign, The Wonder of Play, launching with a special brand spot that rolls out globally. Disney's research indicates that 80% of parents understand the importance of play for their children, but three in five have forgotten how to play, and 42% don't think there are enough resources to help create an imaginative play. With Wonder of Play, Disney aims to inspire and encourage families to play together, creating new experiences and memories that include Disney's beloved stories, characters, and products. When children participate in imaginative play, it has been proven to spark imagination, happiness, wonder, and joy in kids, build resilience from childhood, strengthen whole family well-being, and reduce anxiety, fear, and stress. With her own Maytel doll, Bailey now joins an illustrious group of black women who have been fashioned into an iconic toy. From Brandy to Oprah and Tina Turner, there have been so many who have been honored with their own doll over the years. This includes Madam C.J. Walker, um, Bessie Coleman, who um, is is a famous uh, pilot, um, Laverne Cox. Um, who else we got? Um, Shonda Rhimes. Love me some Shonda, Shonda Lynn. And I think one of the things that's super fun about this as well is the, um, the array 
and the variety in the representation. Um, my niece, she, and I mean, she's like past playing with doll age, but her and uh, my sister had purchased a Barbie doll a couple years back because it looked like me. You know, like I had just, you know, really kind of gotten into like modeling and stuff like that. And um, it had like the, the doll had like the big hair and it, it was a full figure doll. And she's like, look, it's Titi. Um, so they bought the doll just because, you know, um, back in the day when I was playing with Barbies, there were very few black dolls. All of them were, um, you know, with the ambiguous features and mostly like lighter skinned um so although they were there it was kind of like here dang like you know you just kind of like throw something at things and then it's like okay here you go um be 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 happy with this kind of deal so um this is really good to see and this is really awesome typically when we purchase my daughter dolls they gotta be black they gotta look like her they gotta have some hair going on they gotta be funky in style um so we really try to provide that representation for her because you i mean it really does something psychologically to watch all of these cartoons and you know, see all of these family representations and not see yourself represented. It does something to you where you don't feel like you are a cherished and valuable member of society. And although that that's, that's not true, um, subconsciously, it, it starts to eat away with you. So I'm super excited that there continues to be plus size representation, um, that, that the dolls are getting a lot better. I mean, I, I, I truly love like walking down that aisle now because it's so colorful. So congratulations to Haley Bailey. Um, this is, I can't wait to go see the little mermaid and we got, we got a little mermaid with dreads. Come on y'all come on so we're celebrating her today for all of the fantastic feats i know i'm gonna be in the theater at my big age watching the little mermaid period you here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back we'll do this little song i want y'all to keep it easy a little song called tent revival
I don't know. I need you to take me to church. Take me there. It's feeling like a revival. Something's turning. My heart is burning. One desire.
Tifa continues to highlight Black women in filmmaking with the Queen Collective. Now in its fourth year, this powerful initiative tapped six directors of color to deliver on its commitment to promote diversity in the entertainment industry. When the world first heard her unique two-octave vocal range on 1989's All Hail the Queen, Queen Latifah was all about inclusion. Ladies First, the classic collaboration with Moni Love, spoke to the importance of women in civilization and remains a symbol of female empowerment. Almost four decades later, the New Jersey native still practices what she has been preaching by providing opportunities for the next generation of Black creatives, with her Queen Collective program, developed in partnership with Procter & Gamble, Flavor Unit Entertainment, and Tribeca Studios. Ahead of the premiere of two films produced under her initiative, Queen Latifah spoke to Essence about her groundbreaking collaboration with P&G, the directors involved, and how critical it is to uplift Black women in film. Women of color, women period, and people of color, women and non-binary are underrepresented hugely underrepresented when it comes to film and when it comes to advertisement in front of and behind the camera. After sitting on a panel with Mark Pritchard at this women's event in New York a few years back, we walked off that stage together and we were like, man, we got to do something about this. Out of the conversation between her and Pritchard, one of the concepts that came to fruition was the Queen Collective, which allows women and non-binary people to direct their own films. We finance them, we support them through the filmmaking process, and we provide distribution so that they can tell their stories. With the continued lack of representation for people of color in the media, the timing of this project was perfect and has allowed many up-and-coming filmmakers with the opportunities, knowledge, and resources needed to move their careers to the next level. This year, Queen Latifah uh, tapped six Black directors, Idil Ibrahim, Jen Shaw, Lushina Fisher, Vashni Karin, Imani Dennison, and Contessa Gales to deliver on its unwavering commitment to widen the perspective of audiences on a global scale by producing five original documentaries and, for the first time, a scripted short. The six films will be released throughout the year beginning with In Her Element, directed by Ibrahim, and Gaps, which was directed by Shaw. The two films premiered at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival in January and are now available to view 
demand across all BET platforms, including BET, BET Her, BET Soul, BET Jams, and Pluto TV. First of all, I didn't even know Pluto TV was like an extension of BET, so the more you know. In addition to increasing the representation discrepancy for Black filmmakers, what the Queen Collective is doing also has a domino effect as it pertains to all facets of what it takes to properly produce, film, and release a project. Our directors go on to hire at least 50% diverse crews, and that's one of the benefits of it, that we're trying to build a pipeline as well, of not just great directors, but people who are qualified in every aspect of making film. So whether it's visual effects, whether it's hair, makeup, wardrobe, costuming, cinematography, grips, gaffers, there's so many jobs you can have. So many people are required to make one film that all that experience that could be gained is unbelievable. And that's what we would like to build. The Queen Collective is one of the ways in which we're doing that. And we look forward to presenting our directors and films. Um, I think that this is super important. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and it is just mind-blowing sometimes the... Um, not just the skill, right? Like not just the skill in graphic design, not just the skill in hairstyling, not just the skill in, in wardrobe and costume design, but really the innovativeness of African-Americans. Um, you know, the fact that we typically have been afforded with less resources and are able to produce such magnificent pieces, projects, works out of the very little um, that are comparable, if not more magnificent than our white counterparts. So I think that this is super important just because, um, you know, then providing the resources to people who have created something out of nothing. Can you imagine what then comes out of having something then and creating something with some more? Fantastic. Um, so that was our last moving mountains for the show. When we come back, you guys know I got to end you off with a faithful moment. We're going to get into a little bit more music before we wrap up here on Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some more music and we'll be right back.
is my high tower I will call on the name of the Lord Who is worthy to be praised I will call on the name of the Lord Who is worthy to be praised I will call on the name of the Lord Who is worthy to be praised I will call on the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised? Ah, said I will call on the name of the Lord. Who is worthy to be praised? I will. I will call on the name of the Lord. Who is? Who is worthy to be? I will call. I will call on the name of the Lord. Who is worthy to be praised? I will call on the name. I will call on the name of the Lord. Who is worthy? Who is worthy to be praised? I know he responds. 
You guys know I like to end the show off with a faithful moment. If anybody is just now starting to listen to Faith and Fashion 360, welcome. But a faithful moment is really just something to get you through your week. Um, that can be an anecdote, that could be a scripture, that could be a lyric, it could be a, be a billboard that you drove past. Um, just something that really uh, motivated you, got you ignited for all of the things that you have coming up and something that you're keeping with you throughout the week. Um, so this, this week's faithful moment is actually going to be in the form of a Facebook post that I am just going to kind of elaborate on. Um, you know, as we're here and we're talking about the winter, as we're talking about, um, you know, daylight savings and kind of coming out of a pretty dark, dry, um, and barren season. Um, one of the things that I wanted to encourage you with was just understanding that sometimes those dead, dark, and silent seasons are when God is producing something really sweet and something really amazing um, out of your your time here on earth um, and really um, cultivating your purpose and really getting you to an intended end. I was listening to like a Hillsong sermon the other day um, and I, I don't know if it was like the pastor or one of the musicians, but she was talking about how the guitarist, I mean, like in the dead of winter, he's there and he's tearing up some oranges, like orange oranges, not like the Clementines that, that we've gotten used to, but like oranges. And she was like, where are you getting oranges from? Like in the winter? And he was like, you know, you'd be surprised. Um, oranges are actually, even though like we eat them in the summer and people love them, enjoy them, they are actually at their sweetest in the winter time. Take a moment to think about that. Like when things are dead, when things are not growing, when things are cold, when things are dry, when trees are dead, they are at their sweetest. And if you just take a second and liken that to some of the things that are happening in your life, this this moment of stillness, this moment of, you know, feeling like you're not producing things out of your business the way that you want to, you're not getting the results that you want to, um, it is very possible that God right now wants you to just kind of sit in that and trust him a little bit more and lean on yourself a little bit less. He's working everything out. Um, and then the coldest winter, the, the coldest winter where it's dark, where it's damp, where things are not happening the way that you want to, um, are actually producing a harvest. So stay encouraged, continue to, to put forth, um, everything that you've been putting forth, but sometimes it's not about working harder. It's about trusting him more. So prayerfully, you guys enjoyed Faith and Fashion 360 this evening. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook, Brianna.Sahida on Instagram. Make sure you stick around for the rest of our Sunday night lineup. We got plenty more to go, plenty more to come before you get into the rest of your week. And as always, make sure that you come back next week, same time, same place. As always, happy Sunday and good night.